Okay, it says it's recording, Jess. Oh, all right, guess what, guys? You'll never believe it, but this is actually the second episode of Flashbacks today. Heather, do you want to explain why? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have to like laugh at this because it's so ridiculous that you and I do not know how to do this, but usually we are in studio together. And today we had to do our flashbacks on zoom together. So we'll zoom from each other's houses. Um, and I forgot to hit record and we tried to send the content and we had no content to send. But not only did she not hit record, you have Heather and I trying to figure out how to save something that we did not record whatsoever. So yeah. it's like literally blonde leading the blonde. It, you want to talk about a blonde moment? I think we just experienced our first one in a long time. Major blonde moment. And the, the saddest part is it was a super cute episode. Probably one of my favorites we've ever done. So the fact that we lost all of that content is really, it's really upsetting me. But it's okay. This one's going to be just as cute. Yeah, you know what? I don't think so, but I, uh, <laughs> I'm i going to keep up with Heather's positivity here. But yeah, so, okay, whatever. Enough. We did not hit record. You guys get it. But you know what? We're human. Shit happens. Um, that definitely sucked. But we're going to try to cover basically what we covered on the first episode, give or take. But yeah, anyways, we are excited we to are be back, back together. <laughs> yes. It's been a minute, and uh, we have so much more coming up here on Flashbacks. We have some amazing guests lined up. Heather is still going to milk being a fiancé for as long as she can. We're going to still reminisce about our flashbacks, our past. Uh, Heather and I, we shared our 20s together. Um, It's just, you know what? It's fun. It's lighthearted, and we have a few blonde moments here and there. (laughs) I'm not even a natural blonde. Jess, that's what makes us, like, fun, I think, is, like, you know, we... We're not perfect. We're making this work. We're doing this through Zoom. Um, Things have had to be different the last six months, and we're just rolling with it, and we're doing the best we can, and that's all we can do, right? Um, Yeah, again, her positivity, people. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm trying. I feel really bad for not recording the episode, so I feel very bad. It's all good. You know what? We're moving forward, and some of the stuff that we discussed on take one was (laughs) we were talking about, um, like, the stuff we would tell our younger selves and knowing we would be where we are today and wedding destinations to the six things that, you know, people fight about in marriage and relationships. So we are just going to dive right back into it. Heather, um, I'm not going to quiz you this time. I know. Now I know the answers. (laughs) But I have to say, you guys, when I did ask Heather, I asked her the six top reasons why marriages fight. Heather got the first four in order, like in order. And again, she is a fiance and she knows her shit, people. (laughs) I know my, I have a lot of married friends and I've heard a lot, but yeah, you know, and going back to like being a fiance, you know, Jessica reminded me that when you're married, you're married. When you're engaged, like everyone is so excited for you. Everyone's asking me about it. I get to talk about the proposal. I get to show everyone the ring. Once I'm a wife, I'm a wife along with most other people in the world. So being a fiance is like such a special moment. I'm really milking it. I'm really enjoying it. And um, I love like telling my love story and talking about it and talking about the wedding and, you know, wedding planning, which is um, on hold right now until we find a destination. So 
you know, Jessica told me the top destinations in the world and in the United States for weddings. And I was super, super shocked. So I'm excited to talk about that again as well. Yes. So here we are. Let's first start with the top six reasons why marriages fight. And Heather and I were very honest in our own relationships talking, you know, if we can relate to these or not. And, you know, that's what I like that, um, you know, we want to be relatable. We want you guys to know that it's not picture perfect or Instagram perfect or whatever. No, we all have our fair share of moments, whether to do with work or kids or husbands or friendships, um, you name it. So yeah, here we go. The number one reason, number one reason why marriages fight, I think everyone will get this one and Heather nailed it, uh, how we spend our money. Yes. Heather, um, I know you have talked about it, but go ahead and kind of let our listeners know how you and Tark stand on this one. Yeah. You know, we don't fight about money. Um, I think in the past I was more frugal when I was on my own because I was on my own. I was taking care of myself. And now that Tark and I live together and our life is together, um, I'm not worried about money. Uh, I'm not worried about, um, spending money as much. Obviously I'm still like considerate, but, um, you know, that's something that we don't fight about. And we have a really amazing understanding and Tart takes very good care of me. I also work. I'm also building my, my brand. I'm building my business more. So, you know, he's really big into investing and helping grow your money and Tark's a businessman. So he's really guiding me as well in that in that sense. So I trust him a hundred percent with finances and, um, he trusts me. So that's something we don't fight about. What about you, Jess? How are you guys in that department? You know, we're good, but Kyle's more about just, he's, he kind of annoys me when he just is, he's about convenience. So he doesn't Mm -hmm. like, say he gets a quote for something. He'll be like, okay, that's great. Let's do it. And I'm like, Kyle, you know, I think we can get a little cheaper. Maybe we should at least like explore our options. And he is just, I don't have time for that. I don't do this, blah, blah, blah. Like I need it done. I need to do it. Okay. So I'm more like Kyle. I think Tark and I are more like Kyle. We're more on the convenience side. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, I don't know, like kind of, and, and it's not that I'm frugal by any means. I just get, it's like, you know what? So I have to tell you, I've never returned a thing back. I've never returned something that I'm so bad at returning things. No, I've never returned anything. I'm the type where it's like, oh, I'll use lighter. I'll reject it. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I, so I will not do that. Like, I will not return anything. I'm awful. Do you just like, I don't have time to do it. So you're just like, yeah, forget it. Like, I'm not going to do it. Or you just never have to return anything because you always buy the correct things. Or you just, you're just lazy where you don't go do it. <laughs> lazy, lazy. I'm lazy. I'm lazy. And I'll just, re- I'll be like, oh, so-and-so's birthday's come out. She may like it. Or, oh, I love you know, it. the only thing I think I've ever returned and yeah, I it would be like, my desk came and it was like really badly chipped. And I was like, oh no, 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 no. That was like a super nice desk from Pottery Barn. I'm not about to have this in my new office. So little, but like, like little that, things like clothing and stuff like that. No, you'll, you'll, no, absolutely not. I just reject it. I'm like, nope, I, for me. That, so convenience that way. Yeah. Because I'm not going to go back and return something, especially during these times. Like I don't want to go stand in line at the post office or, you know, drop some, I, I, I don't know. I just, yeah. Call me lazy. Let's, let's just stick with it. Okay. Okay. No, I like that. Okay. Uh I mean, I think definitely the times that we're in has made it harder to return things for sure. So I make sure like, I just try to be on point when I order things that I don't want to have to go deal with, like you said, waiting in line at the post office, but yeah, yeah, convenience, convenience, convenience. But, and I don't really buy that much. I buy a lot for my kids and stuff, but I don't like for me, 
I don't, yeah, I'm not really, I don't know. I just, well, first of all, I need somewhere to go. (laughs) (laughs) This last, like, yeah, craziness. Anyways, number two, how often do we have sex? So, uh, top six reasons for, uh, people in marriages that fight. Number two, how often do we have sex? So for me, I think, uh, I think open communication, even if it embarrasses someone or if you want more of something, or if you want to try this or that, I think it's so important to talk about it. And again, take away all the embarrassment, all the whatever, just feel like open enough to talk to your partner because that's the one person you're having sex with. And if it's, you know, years on in, like, you know, and you want to spice it up or add something to the mix, I just think open communication is so good. And, um, I feel like in my relationship, I've definitely conquered that with, uh, Kyle and I, I mean, it's been 17 years. So we definitely like to, you know, I'm not shy when it comes to it. And I know a lot are, uh, but what about you guys? Yeah, I think communication, Tark and I have no lack of communication. We've been very vocal and open with each other from date number one. And I think that's the lack that people have is they're afraid to tell their partner, what they want, or they're afraid to talk about what they want to try, or if they feel bored. And I think, you know, people get shy. And I, I would say, you know, you get married to your, you should be marrying your best friend. You should be able to talk about anything. So why get shy in that sense when there's something that you want out of life, or there's something you want in your relationship, bring it up and talk about it in maybe a more sensitive way where you're not going to offend your partner or scare them. But I think if you don't bring it up or talk about it, then things are never going to change. And then the less sex we're going to have, which is going to, I think, hurt the relationship overall. Have you ever been embarrassed by talking to your partner about sex? No. I mean, Tarek and I, we're best friends. So we talk about everything. And, you know, that's, that's a department where we have no lack of. So, um, you know, I haven't had to have any issues in that, in that sense, but I've heard from other friends and, Um, in their relationships that they let life get in between or kids get in between and they stop putting their partner first and, you know, they don't put time aside for each other. And I I think that's when problems start happening. Well, I, I I mean, we both know some friends. Um, I mean, we had our one girlfriend on the show a couple months ago and she pretty much was saying out in the open, like she just didn't care if she ever had sex again. And then she met the right guy and then she thought, oh my gosh, like, what was I thinking? You know, but she was at a moment in her life. Yeah. But she was at a moment in her life. She was like, I don't care. Like I could, I'm fine with never having sex. Like I'm okay with it. And I think you were shocked uh, by hearing this, but I've heard it before from her, but there you have it. She meets a guy, uh, what? A couple months later, she's madly in love and she, it brought back, I don't know what. I, chemistry. Nice I think way to say, I was going to say orgasm. I'm like trying to yeah. say chemistry. You're right. Chemistry. Well, I it, think it's, I think it's having chemistry with your partner. And, you know, I think being with someone every day, all day for years and years and years. I mean, you and Kyle have been together 17 years. Like if you don't have open communication, like you start resenting things, you start pushing things down, you stop telling your partner what you want and what you need. And yeah, that's going to cause issues. And it's going to be hard to get that love and that, that drive back. Like I think once it's gone, it's very hard to get it back. So work on it before you lose it. So there you go. Number two on why married couples fight, uh, how often we have sex. So 
Again, Heather and I are not relationship experts. We are just talking about our own personal opinions and, you know, what we've been through in life. But I think the number one thing for you and I in this um, category, we're saying communicate, even if it may embarrass one or you want something or whatever. I think the open communication is the best way to go. Me too. A hundred percent with everything in a relationship, but especially, yeah, if you're talking about sex with your partner, just don't be afraid, sit them down and say it in maybe a way that doesn't scare them um, or doesn't cause a fight because then that's going to make it even worse. Agreed. Okay. What's okay. number three? What's number three? Tell me. <laughs> Where are we <laughs> spending Thanksgiving together? <laughs> uh, so is that, so is that one just saying basically um, fighting over families, like, like, gonna, you know, yeah. spending it with, with one family or another family? Yeah. I'm going to go there. I'm going to think that's what it is. Um, you know, maybe, I don't know, your parents, my parents, or why do we have to be with in-laws or why can't we just travel? Or, you know, I'm sure if this is the number three reasons why married couples fight, it's probably a big deal. For my relationship, we don't really, we don't, yeah, we don't fight about that. Um, we host Thanksgiving every year. So it's just something that we've always done, but I can see others, like, especially if you don't get along with your in-laws, I don't know about you, but I have plenty of friends that have, you know, not the best situations when it comes to their in-laws. Their in-laws, yeah. I'm very, very lucky in that sense, but I could I could see where that could cause fights. But for us, we don't deal with that. Um, you know, we just we try to get our families together and so far it's been nothing but a great experience. But I do see how that could be number three. Okay, number four. Were you just flirting with her? <laughs> Ooh, so cheating and or like sexting or texting or DMing Did you things like that. Sexting? Did you say sexting? <laughs> Is that still a thing? Yes. Oh my gosh, it's, I haven't heard that in so long, but I totally um yeah. What Especially exactly? with social media social media, like I think like a lot of a lot of my girlfriends struggle with their boyfriends you know, talking to other girls through DM or texting or whatever it might be, or like maybe looking at another girl or flirting or even just cheating. I think cheating, you know, is a big thing and, and breaks up marriages and causes fights, obviously. So what do you think about that? Well, yeah, I, if I hear one more person say slid into your DMs, like I just, I just can't, I can't, but I do hear a lot. Um, my husband doesn't have any form of social media. He's just it's just, he has Pinterest, but anyways, um, <laughs> but I, I, I see that with my friends and I see how easy it is now. Um, you know, back in the day, I don't think it was as easy. I mean, these guys, boyfriends, husbands, uh, you know, even the women, we keep saying the men, but the women, you know, they're not perfect either, but it's so easy to contact someone nowadays and just, you know, kind of direct messages person that you see online and think that, you know, cause you follow them that, or they comment back to you, like they have somewhat of a relationship or like contact. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of weird, the kind of, you know, day and age that we live in. Um, but everyone's accessible and things are a lot easier. And I think that people get, they don't want to work on, you know, relationships or it's just, like I said, easy. Yeah. Sliding into someone's DMs, you think it's pretty or texting or whatever. I think it's so easy for people to like, you know, think that that's okay, but it's not, it's, it's really not. I think it's a form of cheating. Um, I mean, it is yeah. It's emotional, emotional cheating. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think like it's different if you're, you know, it, it's a, a friend that you've known from the past or like whatever it might be, or someone like a fan for me, like fans reach out to me or Tark, same thing. Like fans reach out to him and he writes back and same with me. I write back to fans. Like I'm saying like flirting, like sexual talking and DMs are flirting when you're like 
in a relationship or married or have a girlfriend. And some of my girlfriends have struggled with this in the past. And I think it's, it's just a choice you have to make to not follow that girl that turns you on or not, you know, read your DMs or, or just not write back. Cause I think it's a form of cheating. It really is. You're flirting with someone else. It's cheating. I know you don't look at your DMs, Heather, but, um, sometimes like, you know, I'll glance at my DMs or whatever. And I posted a photo of like, and I never really post like in bathing suits or whatever, just because I'm, well, let's just be honest. I'm not as comfortable as I used to be. So, um, I, I posted one and it was this guy that I met a long, long time ago at some event. I was married. I think Kyle was even with me, but clearly he didn't care. And he like wrote something to me and I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. And I just wrote him back. I'm like, disrespectful. Like, what Wait, did he doing? write something like sexual? He did. And I was, uh, yeah, but this guy's in a relationship. Like, you know, I literally met him once years ago and it was just for a mutual friend and it was at a charity event. I was, I was even there. Now I know I was, I don't want to say exactly whose event this was, but I was with Kyle and I didn't even think twice about it, but I was kind of shocked all of a sudden to see a direct message from him. And it was just, it was inappropriate. And Very inappropriate. But to be honest, I was kind of mad I even wrote back because I think that kind of excited him a little more. Yeah, you gave him attention. You know what's crazy is like, there's been a few like girls, I'm not going to say in particular, well, I don't know who, but Tark, you know, Tark and I tell each other everything. We're very, we communicate about everything. And there was a girl that reached out to him and this is, you know, he hasn't spoke to her in like a year and a half, maybe even two years. I, him and I've been together 14 months, almost 15 months. And she reached out and she said like, why wasn't it me? Basically saying like, why wasn't she the one that he, you know, married and yeah. like, and I'm just thinking like, who does that? Like how disrespectful to our engagement and to me that you reach out to him wondering why he didn't choose you. Wow. What is this? The bachelorette? <laughs> but it, it just was like, to me, yeah. that's something like, you know, that's you know, we're engaged, we're happy. Why would you then reach out to my fiance and ask him that like that to me is crossing the line you know what's weird about that though is like what kind of response does she think she's gonna get from him yeah I don't know exactly the funny part is is like okay I'm gonna reach out and say this I'm probably gonna feel even worse about myself because a he won't respond or b it's gonna be something I don't want to hear exactly yeah so I don't know I mean it is what it is, but I think the sliding into the DMs things and the texting and the, the cheating is obviously a no-no. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, who's doing dishes? <laughs> yeah, so yes, I guess what couples fight about this. Couples well, I've do heard fight. a lot of, like, I don't know about you, Jess, but Tark and I, we actually have a pretty traditional style relationship when it comes to that. Like, I am obviously have a career, I'm out working a lot, but I'm also focused a lot on the kids and running the household and being home and everything that happens in the house, I'm in charge of. I handle the groceries, like ordering things that we need, the house cleaners, the running around, the picking up the kids. So I handle all that where Tark's at the office every day or he's filming or he's out working. So I would never have him come home and clean. I would never have him come home and have to like, then get to work on other things. Like when he comes home, I want him to feel stress-free. I want us to have a stress-free night with the kids or with each other, with our families having dinner. So if I ask him to do something or I need him to pick up the slack with like the kids or, or helping me pick them up or whatever it might be, he will never ask questions. He jumps to help me, but no, I do not expect him to do housework around the house. Okay. And for me, 
we just have such a, a kind of an understanding and more of a laid back like household. Um, okay. So last reason why most married couples fight. Number six, why do you have to drink so much? So you think couples are fighting over going out or getting drunk or acting sloppy? Do you think that that's what that one means? I do. I do. Um, and I love it because I think like if Paul and I are like out one night and we decide to have a few more dr- or a few drinks and, you know, we're like, oh crap, we didn't Uber. We literally will like rock, paper, scissors it and see who wins or loses on who has to drive. So that one has to, you know, can't drink. <laughs> but, uh, that I is never, so cute. but in my relationship, like, uh, yeah, we've never like, that's just not, and I get how that can be, um, very serious in some, and I can see why couples would fight about that because I mean, alcohol, you know, it can, it changes you. I mean, you're a fun drunk. I love drunk Heather. <laughs> no, I am. I'm a happy drunk. Yeah. But there, there's all forms and types of different drunks. So I can definitely see why that would cause some issues in a marriage or relationship. A hundred percent. And same thing. We don't deal, deal with that. We go out together. Um, we don't drink on a regular basis, but when we are drinking, we're together. So it's not something we ever have to worry about. You know, what's funny, Heather, remember like in our twenties, our biggest concern was, is what we were going to wear to midsummer night dream party at the playboy mansion. (laughs) And you know, we didn't have like really, I'm going to say it. We didn't have like responsibilities like we do now, you know, definitely not carefree kind of, um, you know, just, uh, yeah, let's just say a carefree life. And the other day I was, I was kind of bummed because someone asked me about, um, you know, what college I went to and, you know, I'm sure you're the president of your sorority. And I'm like, no, I, I, I didn't. Like I, I got my associates at a community college, but I, you know, I never went to college and well, you know, college, college. And then I sat and thought, I was like, you know what? I did have a little bit of a sorority life. One that not many can say they had, and you can relate, which was the Playboy Mansion. Oh, for sure. For sure. We were around so many girls and I met some of my best friends being in that industry and like modeling and acting. And, um, I feel the same, Jess. Like I didn't go to college and I sometimes feel like I missed out on that life. I went to community college, but while I was traveling the world and at the mansion and meeting some of my best friends, like my, my friends growing up, they were in college, like wishing they had my life. So I think we always want what we don't have at the time. But looking back, I'm thankful that I got to learn about real world things like traveling the world and meeting all these people from like, I think like how many of our girlfriends from Playboy came from around the world or even around the, the United States. And we got to like learn about their culture and their life and their upbringings. And I feel like um, instead of sitting in school, that's what we got to learn about, which um, I, I'm happy about now. What about you? Yeah. yeah. Instead of getting a degree, you got bunny ears. <laughs> I got bunny ears. <laughs> we, got, we got educated in um, the Playboy Mansion and modeling. How about that? You know what? So I, when I gave tours of the Playboy Mansion, I, I can tell you every fact. And that is history. <laughs> oh, my God. You guess who I was talking to? So Amy Landrews, who it was a playmate from my year and who you know very well, um, she came... And spent the night with me and met Tark for the first time, actually, uh, last week. And we were talking, we were telling Tark kind of about our Playboy years and talking about that. And she was saying that she used to have to give tours. But I was a bunny that never had to give tours. I was always one that was taking photos with um, all the guests or the fans. Like I was taking photos. I never gave a tour. I don't know if they knew that I probably couldn't remember <laughs> anything. Oh, it's a like, lot oh, of Heather, information, Heather. Heather's too blonde to remember that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I always just 
took photos. I never had to give the tours, but yeah, like we, I, we were telling Tarek, like we had to work when we were there. Like we were not allowed to drink. We weren't allowed to have water. We weren't allowed to sit down. We had like one 15 minute break. Like we were working, like that was a job for us. So, you know, yes, we had our fun at the mansion and a lot of the parties were fun, but for the most part, we were like working. So, you know, you know that's a different experience. But I think a lot of people have an, a different mindset about the Playboy Mansion. Like we just partied and had fun. No, like literally, you know, I worked within Playboy Radio, Playboy TV, um, you know, hosting Playboy.com at the mansion. Uh, we were both always working. Yeah. We, it was a very fun kind of d- cool environment to be around. But like when you said the tours, I, I'm shocked you never gave any, but I would no. have to give like tours to literally like the big wigs, like Playboy TV would call me and be like, okay, we need you. So-and-so might invest, blah, blah, blah. We're taking the mansion for lunch for the first time. You know, we need you there. Um, you're going to sit and have lunch with us. Basically be spoken to and spoken to. Um, but you are going to go ahead and give a tour about the mansion. Talk about like personal story, make it like, and I didn't have to make it cause it was so fun. So I was able to tell these stories and tell them like what went down, but also the history of it, of it being literally in the seventies, it was the largest real estate transition in like, is it transition or transaction? Wait, the transition? transition. Wait, are you, wow. are you saying in <laughs> reference to what? It was the, <laughs> I don't want them to edit this. Just keep you guys, oh another bomb of it. We're having one. We're having one. It was the biggest real estate transaction. Is that what, it, yeah, transaction <laughs> yes. in the seventies. Like it was sold for like, Oh my gosh. Okay. This, I'm sorry. I haven't given a tour in like 10 years, but I knew all the lingo, everything about the mansion grounds. Um, even about, uh, again, like the cost and I mean, so much more that I clearly don't remember, but uh, I love it. So much more that we clearly don't remember, (laughs) (laughs) but yes, there was, I mean, there's so much history there. And yeah, so Heather and I, yes, we had a different, um, probably than most, you know, the way we lived our twenties, but we were always working. It was definitely a cool environment. I am not taking, I am, I am going to say that was fantastic, but you know, and now cut to, I have Cooper Hefner reaching out to me, you know, letting me know he's running for office. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're in politics. I remember when you were just a little, he's in politics. What do you mean? He's in politics. He's um, running for uh, something to do with California. I'm not exactly sure the, the title, but uh, he just had a baby. He's married and he, yeah, he's, he's doing his thing. And I just remember this, this kid of Hef's like running around. I'm 18 and I think he was like 11 at the time because he's 27 now. It's just crazy to think like Cooper was this young kid running around the Playboy Mansion and now he's like, you know, running in the world of politics and married with a child, like, wow. I mean, we're officially old, Heather, which we're not. But like we said earlier, like we're our 20s, we had a blast, no responsibilities, you name it. But we're like thriving in our 30s now. I was going to say, like, I don't, I feel like, okay, yeah, maybe we are getting older, but it's just a number. And for me, like, I'm, I love life more. I wake up happy and I love life more than I ever have in my whole life. And I feel like I, I'm where I'm meant to be. And it happened like the perfect timing for me. I couldn't agree more. Uh, (laughs) All right. So Heather, this is flashbacks. Take two. We covered all things. um, Let's see the six reasons why most marriages fight. I love the fact that you and I are such open books and we can kind of just throw our own personal relationship and experiences in it as well. 
uh, and reminisce about our sorority days at the Playboy Mansion. Yes. We, we did not get degrees, but we got ears. And, uh, <laughs> we did, exactly. We got a different type of degree. Yes, definitely. And, and clearly, I had another blonde moment here with real estate. Maybe you can ask Targ to help me out with that question. <laughs> I will. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to show him this podcast uh, later and be like, honey, we had some issues and we need some help, but we had a lot of blonde moments today. We didn't even get to half the things that we talked about in uh, take one. So that's going to be for the next episode when you're not dealing with your kids and I don't have to run and pick up my, my uh, bonus kids. So... <laughs> You know what, though? This is life. And this is this is flashbacks. This is where we reminisce about the good times, also deal with today's times. And Heather is still going to milk being engaged for the next year until yes, she gets next, married. Next time we talk, um, which is soon, I'm gonna, I want to talk more about the engagement. I want to talk about how you balance being a mom, um, working, you know, having a career, being a wife, like how to balance everything. Cause that's where I'm struggling right now is trying to take on everything. And clearly like, as I'm rushing out the door to pick up the kids and not even finish on our, our podcast, I, I don't, I'm having trouble how to balance. So I want to get your opinion and talk to you about that next time we talk. Yes, definitely. I mean, I can give you a fun insight about, uh, I have to tell you something before we end, uh, our episode of flashbacks, but I had a moment where, they wanted the moms to come in and talk about what they do at my kid's preschool. And I was like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, they want to, you know, what you do for a job and you can kind of talk to the kids. And I sat there, I was like, how do I, what do I do for a job? And like, you know, one mom's a nurse, so she wore her nursing costume and, or not costume, wow, her, her nursing <laughs> uniform. This, this is so, so far out, yeah. Anyways, I was thinking the one time I wore like a bunny suit was at a bar mitzvah and I was like, I wonder if I can borrow that again. <laughs> Walk into oh my, my God, Jess. I wish I had mine to give you. I didn't keep mine, but that would be hilarious. The moms would oh hate my slash probably love you, but probably hate you more. <laughs> it, won't, it wouldn't even fit. So I appreciate you to even think that way of me. But uh, no, it was, I, I do remember the bunny mom, Pat Lacey, hired me to wear a bunny costume at a bar mitzvah. Those are 13-year-olds, Heather. 13. Just. Okay. And it was one of the most crazy experiences being like, okay, this is so weird. This is so weird. People are grabbing my tail. People, I mean, I was like, you guys are 13. You shouldn't even know what Playboy is. And no, I know 100% not. Up. Yeah. And you brought that up with Playboy, you know, being able that you have to talk to your stepdaughter about it and stuff like that. So we will cover so much here on Flashbacks. We have so many amazing guests coming up. We oh my have, God, we have the um, best guests coming up next week. I'm so excited. Yes. And we also will figure out more of the wedding destination talk, which we did cover, but we weren't successful at it. But uh, No, we, we need to get, we need to dive deeper into the wedding uh, locations because I need some help, you guys. I really need some help. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I even did my homework beforehand and I was very proud of myself for helping Heather out with her situation here of not knowing where to get married. And we did not record that properly. We didn't. So Whoops. enough of that. Enough of that. Heather and I've had a few blonde moments in this episode, but we are not tech savvy. I don't know about you, but I, I need like a 16 year old to help me run this. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm looking to hire someone right now, actually, that's like in their twenties to help me with um, all things like this. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm with you and I love that we're going through this together. Uh, anyways, you guys, I am Jessica Hall and I'm Heather Ray Young. 